Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Riley and Winfrey podcast. This week's topic... Jesus is real. Sit back, grab some snacks, and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. We're back. Here to bring you some more content. Yep. Content, babe. <laughs> Today we are talking about um evidence of the Bible. Evidence of the Bible. Fancy. Evidence that the Bible is real and it's yeah. not made up historical ev- evidence. It's yeah. real historical evidence. The Bible is like historical records and historically accurate. Yeah, history. It's cool because, like, in the beginning of the Bible, especially like in Genesis, there's so many genealogies, which they're actually boring to read. <laughs> but it is written for historical records mm. to show that. You like to show people like yes, this is real. Mm-hmm. There is names that lead. There is like genealogies that lead up to Christ and things to like that. To show that Christ was a descendant of David. Yeah, he was from the house of David. But yeah, so important stuff. Historically accurate. Let's get let's let's jump right into it, baby. All right, Noah's Ark. Noah's Ark. That's that's some pretty big stuff. I feel like everybody has at least heard of that once or twice. Even if you're not a Christian, even if you don't go to church. Like everybody's heard of Noah's Ark in one way or another. Yeah. It's fascinating. We were looking it up and there's over 200 different versions across different nationalities and cultures. And the story all is slightly different, but the main part of it is the same. There was a global flood, and that's exactly what it was. If you don't know the story, the flood of Noah was... Um, Sounds terrifying. It, was, <laughs> it must have been extremely terrifying for everyone. I, I can't even imagine, because you said the flood was like, um, what is it, deeper, higher? It was 22.5 feet or so above the highest mountain at yeah. the time. So imagine Mount Everest and going above Mount Everest and that's what the that's what the water level was all around the entire world. Ian is nothing compared to that. <laughs> Hurricane Ian was nothing. Hurricane Ian a puddle. Hurricane Ian was a puddle compared to that. That's crazy. There needs to be like like a thriller movie of like Noah's Ark. I think there is. Right, but it's not good though. I mean, I <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. I feel. Wait, was what's the one? What's it called? I don't know. I think it was, what's that movie called? I think it was just Noah. There's one. There was one movie that I didn't like because it felt very like mocking. Moses. I don't know the name of it. No, it was they, like a Noah's Ark one. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um. 
Um, yeah, so the water level was really high, really, really high. It must have been scary for everyone, because imagine heavy raining for 40 days and 40 nights. That's, that's crazy, because this isn't a light sprinkling, like the Bible stories in Sunday school lead you to believe with the picture cards. <laughs> you know, it just rained sprinkling. a little bit. It just rained a little bit for 40 days and 40... No, this was pouring. You couldn't see... Imagine being out in your scooter in that. Oh my goodness! Being out like on your scooter. I I have been out on my scooter. Not (laughs) no. Not probably not that level because (laughs) in order for the water level to have gotten that high, it must have been raining really hard. It does say in the Bible that water gushed up out of the earth too, but it was also raining really heavy. Maintain that water level up there. 40 days and 40 nights. They Noah and his family and all of those animals were in that ark for about 371 days. That's over one calendar year for us. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine I'd get being so on a seasick. Boat. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like 40 of those days were in I'd a be like, I want to get off this dang boat. Get off this like, dang boat, wow. man. But yeah, God... God was very dissatisfied with the state of the human race. Everyone was being super naughty. And, naughty. Um, yeah, naughty. <laughs> they get coal for Christmas. They get. They all got coal for Christmas. I wonder how bad it was. Like, I wonder what they were doing that deserved a, fl- a global flood. Oh, yeah. It talks about it. It talks about it like, in the Bible. Like, geez. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, God wanted to completely take over or start over the world it's crazy Um, God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart or uh, the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually and it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him at his heart And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So Noah and his three sons and their three wives and Noah's wife all were on the ark. So all eight of these people. The only eight people after the flood that remained alive. Everyone else perished and died. It destroyed, you know, civilizations. It destroyed everything. I was recently talking with my friend, and he was saying, like, before my my idea was, like, it just destroyed every living thing. But it makes sense that a flood of that magnitude would, like, shift the earth and destroy all of the civilizations. Because when Noah and his family comes out of that ark... It's not going to be like a ghost town. It's not going to be like just the living things left. And I never really thought about it in depth like that before. But, I mean, it makes sense that the entire earth shifted. That what we have now is different than what we had back then. Mm-hmm. And it, it, what further cements that is, like, there have been dinosaur remains found in areas of the world that they should not have been in the first place. The only idea or the only thought process that 
how they could have gotten there would have been during the flood when the earth was shifting the dinosaurs got thrown into the current fell on a place in a place that they shouldn't have been and got trapped under the earth either died by drowning or buried alive poor dinos poor cute little dinos yeah cute little dinos that want to <laughs> destroy your your face no a lot of them are carnivores yeah but they're so cute well oh. some of them are herbivores some like of them the big long necked ones long necked <laughs> long necked <laughs> oh boy should not have given you sugar earlier. <laughs> anyway. Sounds like long naked. <laughs> wow, yeah, we need that explicit <laughs> sign on this. We said the word naked. <laughs> oh my. Okay, it's funny because our neck is long. <laughs> Anyways, um, Anyways, moving on. So, the Noah's Ark was found, right? Like, the yeah. actual Ark. Yeah, the, the actual Ark was found when it rested on Mount Ararat. So, in the story when the water Wasn't it inside of it? Inside of the mountain? Uh, yeah, no. it was inside of the mountain. Earth has, has su- since then settled around it and on top of it mm-hmm. and inside of it it's basically you know in the mountain now it's no, no longer on top of the mountain it's inside the mountain and archaeologists have sent electro pulses it's a new type of archaeology and it took a couple years to bring back images but once they had them and now we have them. It's a 3D model of Noah's Ark. And in the model, it shows it had rested on a point. There used to be a point of a mountain there. But since then, it has been covered by dirt and rocks and trees and grass and all that fun stuff. But now now we know where it is and it's in mm-hmm. Mount Ararat exactly where the Bible says it says and also they oh sorry you go ahead it says arrested in Genesis 8-4 so that, that's the reference if you want to go look it up but go ahead continue um they tested the wood to see if it was covered in pitch like how the Bible describes mm-hmm. and basically like the pitch makes it waterproof it's like a waterproof substance that's used for pitch is another word for tar so back yeah. then they didn't have regular waterproofing they just covered their boats in tar yeah it was used for like ships and mm-hmm. stuff to make it waterproof so it's exactly how the bible describes it the ark that they found and you know we don't actually have record to know this but Noah's Ark could have been the first boat. Um, I mean, we don't There's no way know. of really knowing. There's no way of really knowing. It doesn't say that it was the first boat. The first um, boat ever made. The first boat ever made. Um, but it's possible. 
Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make him. And it, and he explained to Noah how to make it, and Noah created it. Hmm. I'm not sure if it was the first or not. But it, I'm sure it was the first of its size. <laughs> it was a massive beast. This was a huge ship. I think it was like bigger than the Titanic. Um, no. I wonder how big this boat was. Uh, it says. It, it says. Oh, it says. Yeah. So the ark was. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits. The cube, each cubit is about 18 inches. So with that math, we can, I can do the quick math. I could look it up, but eh, I'll do quick math. So the cubit, it was 300 cubits. So 300 times 18, it was 5,040 inches, which was 450 feet. You mean 5,400 inches? Yeah, that's what I said. You said 5,040. Oh, I did? <laughs> 5,400 inches. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we're tired. We are tired. <laughs> but it's okay. We're here, and we're doing it. Um, the breadth. Mm, do math. <laughs> <laughs> On my calculator. Mm. Sexy. <laughs> oh, the breadth of it, 50 cubits. So 50 cubits was 50 times 18. That's 900 inches divided by 12. That was 75 feet. So it was 75 feet wide. 75 feet wide? That's not... Am I doing this right? That's not that big. And the height of it, 30 cubits. So 30... It doesn't matter. It was a big boat. It was a big boat. 45 that... feet high? Yeah. It was a really big boat. <laughs> anyway, so they found they found it. They even took a piece of the intact wood that was still there from the boat, had it tested. It was covered on the inside and the outside in pitch, which was just uh, tar. <sighs> Yeah. There you have it. We found the ark. It's proof. It's genuine proof that that Jesus is real. Amen. Jesus is real. Amen. And that the Bible is historically accurate. Yeah. This isn't just any boat. This has been tested. This has been carbon dated. And another thing, it depends on who does these tests on these things. Because there is an agenda out there to mask and cover up things that would prove the existence of of Jesus and oh, yeah. God and Satan's the, at work. Satan's at work, definitely. If you don't follow God, you're following Satan. There's no middle middle ground here. Um, there's a reason. There's a lot of things working to like cover this stuff. Mm -hmm. If you were to search for this, so I I remember seeing this uh, a couple years ago uh, that we had found the ark, and I have not been able to find it since, and that's because I was searching on Google Chrome and Safari. And Apple Safari. Both of those are very based 
and they hide and they work to hide and cover up certain things. This being one of them, I had to go on an encrypted browser, DuckDuckGo, and search for about 20 or 30 minutes before I finally found the random side link that took me to this random website that talked more in depth about it. It has been found, but it's being covered up. There was a documentary made, and it aired, and I'm sure none of you have ever seen it or heard about it because it's being covered up. This is a big thing. Noah's Ark when is a was it big found? thing. Do you know when it was found? Like um, I believe it was found in the 70s. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly. It, it's, so, like, been, it's, it's been, been a while. A, it's been a minute. <laughs> mm, it's been a minute, for sure. Let me just double check. When was Noah's Ark found? Um, so it was fake found by this one guy who I'm yeah. not... It makes it confusing because there's also like fake stuff too. So, and there's there's all of these there's all of these different um, articles by by big name things. Like National Geographic has a, a article talking about why it will never be found. NBC has one saying that it hasn't been found, and uh, all like all of these different things. Fox News saying like all of these different places are burying the truth. Why? Because if everyone knows that Noah's Ark is found, that's indisputable proof that the Bible's real. That's a big thing. It's not like mention of something. It's physical evidence. Yeah. That's crazy to me that like they want to cover that up because people in power are not following God. People in power are not having the same values. And there are good people in power, but there's also a lot more bad people in power. It's crazy. There were also... um, (laughs) There's also this thing that Israel Hayon, that was the, the, the site, I think. The 3D scans... Yeah. So, geologists have gone to the site, tested it, and they're telling people that it's a rock. Even though (laughs) they can... There's literally wood that they tested and everything. No, no, no. It's a rock. It's an irregularly shaped rock, and we should all just forget about it. That's what geologists say. But it depends on what beliefs the geologists have. Because if they're... Christian, they'll tend to be more truthful. Even not some non-Christians are truthful. You don't have to be truthful. You don't have to be a Christian to be truthful. But when you're a person that has this, the amount of power to say whether or not this is true, and you're not a Christian, Satan's definitely whispering in your ear. So. Weird. Mm-hmm. It's just a simple rock formation. You can see the pow- the powers of darkness are work trying mm-hmm. to like cover this up. Oh, okay. So the length of it was not 150. It was 150 meters. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, so 
Such parallel line and right angles below the surface is something you would not expect to see in a natural geologic formation. But these results are what you would expect to see if this is a man-made boat matching the biblical requirements of Noah's Ark, says researcher Andrew Jones, as cited by several media outlets. So yeah, we've definitely found it. Um, you may not have known. I know several people don't know this fact. Uh, this particular article was made back in 2021, so only two years ago. Very similar. The 3D scans, I believe, came out in 2021. That was the thing. Um, but yeah, if if you look if you look it up on a or with a VPN, even sometimes it depends on VPNs because VPNs can also be a little bit based from time to time, but. You know, if you go onto an encrypted website such as DuckDuckGo, something like that, usually you can find things like that because they're non-based and it's encrypted, so you can't be tracked by a big corporation trying to push their their uh, wants and wills on you. It's yeah, crazy. Just keep in mind that, like, even not everything you read. Not is everything true. you read is true. But then there also is stuff that is true. It's just you have to... You have to be... You have to use the Holy Spirit for discernment, definitely. Because, um... Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's why... That's what faith is. Like, we don't need evidence mm -hmm. to believe. This is more so for the people that do need evidence. Mm -hmm. But, I mean... Um, I like this quote, for those who believe, no proof is necessary. For those who don't believe, no proof is possible. So, mm -hmm. even if there's vast amounts of proof, like, there's still people that don't believe, despite it being right in their face. Mm -hmm. So, we could go on and on and on about evidence, and when it comes down to it, it's about faith. Mm -hmm. Believing in God, no matter what. Because, mm -hmm. like, there is proof. Definitely. But that is not what you should solely rely on. Definitely. To believe. Yeah. But it does help. It does. And and this is good proof That's to why we're validate the Bible. Yes. That's why we're talking about it. Absolutely. Because we feel it's important to talk about. It's not something that, you know, is talked about that much. I feel like it should be talked about more. Like evidence? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it should be in church and anywhere honestly so yeah we found the we found the Ark. super cool. cool yeah super cool bro <laughs> yeah you can read the story for yourself in Genesis uh, back in chapter 6 through 9 I want to say yeah through chapter 9 Definitely go read that for yourself if you haven't already. It's a super cool story. Even if you don't believe, you can read it for yourself and understand a little bit more what we're talking about. Just know that the Bible is not some fictional fairy tale book. It up. is like, a it, real... Even if some of the stuff in there sounds absolutely crazy, like, it mm -hmm. really happened. It did. All of it. It's crazy, but it did. But isn't life crazy? Life is crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Throwing us curveballs at every turn. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Let's see what else we got. We got so this was something I had talked about back in high school. Oh gosh. Well, I hadn't talked about it. I had learned about it. My Bible teacher was a pastor. And some he liked to talk off topic and we just talk about biblical things. And one of those things had been the existence of certain civilizations and peoples that have been lost to time. That because we had no historical record of them, people thought that the Bible had made them up. Some of them being the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Assyrians, <coughs> the Phoenicians. But evidence has been found to prove those theories wrong. We have evidence. A big one being uh, geo- our, um, archaeologist Hugo Winkler what a name. <laughs> found 10,000 tablets uh, containing the history of the Hittites. And it talks about uh, the Hittites in Joshua 11.3, the Bible. Go read that for yourself. Um, but the 10,000 tablets were found in what they later found out to be the capital city of the Hittite nation, which is interesting. They had a whole nation. They had a whole people. 10,000 whole tablets containing the history of the nation just randomly found. And all of a sudden, people agree that the Hittites were people, but they needed evidence. They thought that the Bible made stuff up, that the people who wrote the Bible, the authors that got their evidence, their, uh, it was, the Bible was God-breathed, but he used the hands of 40 different writers to write the Bible. They felt that, you know, um, it had all been made up. But the Hittites were real. The Assyrians were real, the Canaanites were real, the Phoenicians were real. All of these countries and places and civilizations were real, labeled in the Bible. It's just people need this sort of proof, unfortunately, to show that it's real. The Bible didn't make it up. But we did find some, like the 10,000 tablets. We found the... Yeah, people need that silly proof, you know. I know, right? That's silly proof. We actually <laughs> found the site for so- Sodom. And if you don't know where Sodom was, it was a big city. It's talked about in the Bible. Back in Genesis 194 or 1924, my bad. The sin of Sodom and Gomorrah, two different cities, were so great. God wanted to wipe them off the faith of the earth, which he did by raining fire from heaven onto them, destroying everyone in it and the cities themselves. They Talk found about being an all-consuming fire. I know, right? <laughs> they found Sodom. Well, they found what was left of Sodom, and they talked with all of geographers and geologists and everyone, and they deemed that it had likely had been vaporized by an asteroid with a, a fiery asteroid. So they they see that it 
coincides with the biblical account of Sodom being destroyed by fire, raining from heaven, and yet they still choose to believe it was an asteroid of its own accord that came and vaporized only Sodom and nothing around it. Hey, even if it was an asteroid, it's God's asteroid. It was God's asteroid. God destroyed that city. It might have been an asteroid, Facts. but it was no. It was, it was no still accident. from God. It was <laughs> from God. People just don't want to uh, agree that it was from God. But it most certainly was. Absolutely. Hey, the fact 100%. that an asteroid exists is perfect of God to me. <laughs> That's oh, all yeah. I need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fact that anything exists. I know, right? Look around. <laughs> The Tower of Babel was another place. Uh, evidence was found of the location and existence in hieroglyphs in Egypt, I believe it was. And it, it, it tells a story of the Tower of Babel, which if you don't know the story of the Tower of Babel, it was this great tower that people of the early, early Earth decided... They built it to... Try to reach God, basically. Yeah, they they were trying to build a tower to heaven because they felt that disconnection. Yeah, after there was Adam that there was fall. that disconnect, that separation from God, that fall of man. And they believed they needed a tower to get up to him. <laughs> they not felt, talking to him, just you know. They felt that the tower <laughs> would bring that back. Well, they couldn't talk to him back. Well, then. yeah. Because he, that disconnect was happening, and he didn't come down to earth, to be with them. They had to, if they to wanted knowledge. to talk to God, they had to go to a priest and like. I can't. I don't know exactly what. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure if they had priests yet, but it doesn't talk much about it. But um, yeah, obviously God didn't like that. Told him to stop. They said basically, well, uh, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to come up to you and talk about this ourselves. And obviously they're disobeying. Clearly, he. It's called the Tower of Babel because he made all of them have he different languages. He made them languages. go babble. Yeah, he made them go babble. Made them babble. Nobody could understand each other up until this point. Everyone spoke the same language. Everyone on the earth spoke the same language it was all uniform and now multiple different languages appeared now all of these people don't understand each other mm -hmm. and they scattered all around the world now the site of this tower has been found the, the, and evidence of so it that's the reason been... there's other languages because babel mm -hmm. the tower of babel that's imagine funny. an earth full of only people that spoke whatever the first language was. Like, Greek. We all spoke Greek. That's it. I mean, that would... We all spoke Hebrew. We all spoke English. Because English didn't come till later. Yeah. I mean, I, would that make things easier? Or, like... There if we be, all spoke the same language? There wouldn't be, like, other cultures. There stuff. would be other cultures. I, I don't think a language... Uh, deems other cultures. I think other cultures happen because of their location, not because of their language. Okay. I could be wrong, though. I'm a privileged American white boy. <laughs> 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 but, 
But, I mean, I, I think a lot in the world would be different if we all spoke the same language, for sure. Yeah. We wouldn't have language barriers. And, like, that barrier alone is a big thing. Right? Right. But yeah, that's that's the reason we have other languages. The Tower of Babel. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Man's sin brought upon us different languages. Crazy is that. Yeah. Flip. A, an interesting thing that was found, definitely, was Hezekiah's Tunnel. And so I didn't know about this. We didn't know about this until we started doing some research. Uh, Hezekiah's tunnel was... Okay, so in order to to talk about Hezekiah's tunnel, I first have to talk about um, the Sennacherib prism. Now, Sennacherib, what a fancy name. We can name our son Sennacherib. No. Give him a biblical name. Sennacherib, Hain. naming our child Sennacherib. Seneca Rib Ribba. I'd much rather name our kid Hezekiah than Seneca. Ooh, that's cute too. <laughs> anyway. It's better than Seneca You can call him you can call him Kaya or Hezi. <laughs> Hezi Kai. I don't know. Anyway, um that's that's a tangent. So Seneca prison. We're pregnant, by the way. We're, we're pregnant. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. We're having a baby. I'm just kidding. Okay, we're not pregnant, unfortunately. I mean, we're not pregnant. We'd have to walk, like, ten dogs to... to <laughs> <that>. <laughs> ten dogs. When we move into a house, we'll purposely get... Make sure there's an extra room. So that when we have a baby... <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Sennacherib's Prism. Found by this guy named Taylor. So, it talks about Hezekiah... It talks about um, Sennacherib's. Oh, what's the word? Sennacherib's. I. Wow, well, what's the word? Point of view. Sennacherib's point of view. His eye. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't. I couldn't remember what I was trying to say. So Sennacherib's point of view on the whole siege to Hezekiah. So Hezekiah was king of Judah, and Sennacherib was king of Assyria. And Sennacherib looks over at Judah, and he's like, "Mm, man, I want Judah for myself. I want more in my reign. So he goes over to Hezekiah, and he's like, hey, bro, uh, I want your land. Give me. And Hezekiah says, no, bro, it's not happening. So they get into this battle, and Hezekiah's tunnel coincides with that. We'll get to that later. Um, And, you know, Sennacherib comes and lays siege to Judah, to Hezekiah's nation. Now, the Sennacherib prism talks about how Sennacherib is calling, you know, Hezekiah rooted in his ways and not wanting to give him what he wanted. So Sennacherib had to lay siege to Hezekiah's nation to get it for himself. And it just talks about that, what he was feeling, what he was 
doing, and it talks about the city of Gad and and all of these different things that line up with what the Bible is saying. In Second Chronicles thirty two one, it was talking about Sennacherib laying siege to Judah because he wanted it for himself. Now Hezekiah's tunnel was a tunnel that Hezekiah had made to send water through his nation and get people water during this time. Now, it talks about it being a westerly tunnel. It talks about, you know, where it went, where it started, where it ended, the direction, everything. And this tunnel was accidentally found right where the Bible said it was. So they found the stairs leading down to it on accident. When they, when uh, some researchers and an archaeologist went down to fix some water pipes, I think, I believe it was. Don't quote me on that because I don't remember. But they accidentally happened upon the tunnel. They found the stairs. They went down the stairs, and it was a whole tunnel, and it led exactly where the Bible said it would. It demonstrates that it, it was as it says it was, and. It was man-made. It wasn't a natural tunnel. And these things, you can tell. You can tell when it's man-made. You can tell when it's a natural tunnel. This tunnel was man-made, just like the Bible says. Everything. It's, it's all biblically accurate. It just keeps putting that that nail into the coffin. Like, yes, the Bible is real. The Bible is a history book. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest history. The greatest history book because it's history that we need to know. And not excuse me. Not only is it history, but it's also future history that we have yet to have. It talks about the end times, what's going to happen. We're gonna have an episode on that later. But mm. that's gonna be a heavy one, a fun one. Because that's something that hasn't happened yet. But yeah, like the Bible is history of the past and it's also history of the past, present, and future. Well, it's the history book. would be. Well, yes. You know what I mean. Like, yeah, you know. It's, it's accounts of the past, mm-hmm. the present, and what's and going to be the future. In the future. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's um. That's, that's the Bible. Bible. Yeah, the Bible. <laughs> That's the whole Bible. <laughs> There's a whole Bible in a nutshell. Past, present, future. We're just kidding. Love Jesus. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, the Bible is so in depth. There is a reason it is the number one bestseller all around the world. The Bible has sold more copies by far than any other Bible. Look that up. That's facts. That they did a facts. They did research. Facts. Yeah, it's facts. It has been the most sold book for. Quite a while. <laughs> I believe it's the King James version too. There's always a Bible in like a hotel room. There's always Bibles in hotel rooms. There's always you know. If you know where to look, there's a Bible. It's everywhere, except for like a random slab of ice in Antarctica. Maybe there wouldn't be a Bible there. Hey man, you never know. God's pretty amazing. He could just slap a Bible there. What? You never know. And the last one I'm, uh, we're going to talk about is there was a Moabite, Moabite stone. Moabite stone, yeah. Yes. 
So the Moabites, it was Moab, this guy named Moab. And he talks about 1 Kings 16, 21 through 28, which is talking about this guy named Omri, who was the king at the time, what went on during that time, and how when he died, his son Ahab took over. And Ahab is talked a lot about a lot more in Second Kings chapter 3, verses 4 through 6. And it talks about all of these things. It's an in-depth account, and it's completely accurate to the biblical references. All of these things have been dated to before the Bible was written. So there's... And these things had most likely been lost. Some of these things, at least, probably were already lost to time when the Bible was written. I'm, I'm sure that, uh, like Noah's Ark, how would the writers of the Bible have known what happened for Noah's Ark? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How would they have known before? How would they have known what happened in the Garden of Eden before the flood? God told them. It's God-breathed. Everything in the Bible is God-breathed. God used 40 different authors to create the Bible. It may have been people that wrote it, but God works through them, Mm -hmm. is what he's saying. God-breathed means God-inspired. God told these people what to write. It was the work of the not the Holy Spirit, because, like... Work of the Lord, the work of the work Holy of Spirit. The Lord, work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wasn't... No, the Holy Spirit is in us now, today. In us now, yeah. But, back then, the Holy Spirit was still a thing. Still a thing. But, not... not always within us. It came upon people and then left. Uh-huh. Like a but dove. But now, but now, it's always there. We always have him within us. We always have him inside of our hearts. And that's something they didn't have. If you welcome him in. If you welcome him in. He's always at the door knocking. Knock, knock, knocking away. Gotta let him in. Make room for him. Because you can't let him in if your heart's full of things that shouldn't be there. But yeah. So that's just some. That's just the ones we picked. Yeah, this isn't like all the evidence that exists. There's so much more. So much more. This is just some examples that we've together absolutely now these are true as we have done the research on them and as we know of today Uh, some of the stuff don't quote us on because I'm not sure entirely if it's going to remain true for forever Mm -hmm. but you know we have found these things these things are Real, the Moabite stones, the Sennacherib prism, which is called the Taylor prism, if you want to look that up. By the way, I did not mention that because it was this guy named Taylor who found it. Uh, the archaeologist's name was Taylor. Uh, but it was about Sennacherib and Sennacherib's point of view. And the Ark and the 10,000 tablets talking about the Hittite nation and all of these different things that have been found that we did and did not talk about, those things have been found. There was this one man who went around claiming that he found these certain things, like Noah's Ark in the 70s, I believe it was, and then the Ark of the Covenant, 
and Jesus' blood and, like, all of these it's different things. It's almost like there's false prophets or mm-hmm. something. Oh, there is false prophets. But I believe his motivation was the money he was receiving for it. Right, but that's still being a false prophet. But it's still being it's a still false prophet. And... Mm-hmm, absolutely. He did not find those things, by the way. So that was all false. He he claimed to have found the ark in a completely different area. Uh, in case you were wondering, the mountains of Ararat, that entire range is in Turkey, modern day Turkey. Yep. Uh, actually, it's a uh, uh, Turkey now, I believe. They legally changed the name of Turkey. Really? To Turkey? I believe it's Turkey. Turkey. I didn't even, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. When, when did that happen? Uh, last year. <laughs> Why is Turk Eye? Like Turk Eye? I believe. A Turk's Eye. Turkey. 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 So it's Turkey. It's Turkey. We're probably pronouncing it wrong. Something like that, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so that's what we've put together for this episode. Go and do all the research for yourself if you want more in depth. But we're telling you. Yeah, look you into it yourself as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh. Oh so yeah. Yeah. Jesus is real, you guys, and he's real now, and always will be real. He has, he is, and always will be mm-hmm. real. Past, present, and future. Well, bye guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yep.